Hey friend, welcome to the Planter Podcast, where we focus on faith, growth, and lifestyle. This is a podcast that propels both men and women to live their God-given purpose one conversation at a time. I'm your host, Damio Shodi, and I'm so happy that you're here listening to the Planter Podcast. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to the Planter Podcast, where we speak about faith, growth, and lifestyle. See, I know y'all miss that, <laughs> miss me saying that it's been like, what, four, maybe five months even since the last time I posted, and I really do apologize. It's not that I didn't care, I was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, it just has been a very interesting couple of months, I will say. Uh, for all my pre-meds out here, you already know probably what time this is. This is MCAT time. Um, for all of you who don't know, I'm applying to go to medical school this year. So this year has been the time where I'm putting a lot of things together, finalizing my application, and taking that beautiful exam. God bless that exam, the MCAT, uh, which is uh, needed in the medical process or application process for you to get to medical school. So I came on here today to really speak to you guys about the journey it has been up until the point of taking that exam. Uh, it's been a very, very interesting journey. A lot of tears, a lot of stress, a lot of just praise and worship, a lot of just a lot of stuff, y'all, just a lot. And I'm going to get uh, into that. But I want to share with you all three things that really helped me. Uh, during this time that I think anybody can benefit from, not even if you're taking the exam, but just life in general. I think these three things will help. So I'll just give you a little background about uh, where I've been. So like I said, studying for the MCAT, I started in January and I just took it on May 19th. Uh, it actually wasn't the day that I wanted to take it. I wanted to take it April, I think it was 28th, ideally because I wanted to get my scores in so that I could apply uh, on time by June 1st. See, applications open in June 1st, so a good tactic is to try and apply as early as possible. So that was my goal. Now, you know, what you think that you want to do or what your vision is sometimes isn't what plays out. And I'm noticing uh, through my practice uh, let me give you a little backstory about the actual exam. The actual exam is seven hours and 15 minutes long, which is no easy thing. Um, it's four sections, chemistry, physics, biology, uh, cars, and psychology. I didn't put that in order, but yeah, that's basically what you're doing. And each section is an hour and 15 minutes, and you get breaks. So you have to study all of those different topics. You have to learn everything. Obviously, you can't really learn everything, everything, but you're expected to learn the general basics of um, the four different disciplines. And, you know, I'm out here studying, you know, being faithful out here, trying to study every day, or almost every day. Um, ideally, pre-med study from six to eight hours a day, which to me is just is wild. But by the time you know it, you're putting in a lot of hours. So... I'm out here studying, I'm out here doing what I I think is right. I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm, I went to the prep classes and I studied and I did all that stuff. And here I come, I take my first practice exam and I score horribly on my first practice exam. And I'm a little upset about it. 
I'm like really annoyed because I'm like all this work that I'm putting in I'm reading about a chapter a day in different subjects I'm putting in about four to six hours a day after school and after work because I work as well so I'm putting in my hours I don't understand why I'm still getting a low I got a low score but it's cool I'm like you know what next week's the next is another week so this is like in February, end of February, early March. So I'm like, it's okay, I'll just take another one. And hopefully when I go over my exam, because that's what they tell us to do, go over your exams, you're going to learn a lot, um, I'll get better. So I took another practice exam, and I get the same score. Let me tell you something. I got that score, and I literally, I mean, when I tell you that tears literally welled up, like, in, like, my eyes it was like a river like I just couldn't stop crying because I'm just like I've put in so much work and effort and into this exam and I don't understand why I'm not getting it right and you know it really put me down like I didn't take another one for like almost like a month after that or three weeks which isn't good but I was just so shot down with fear and I was just like oh my god my exam is coming up in a month and a half and I still don't really know or a score, a scoring where I want to be. So, you know, I, I'm diligently uh, pushing forward. Like, I wait a couple days. I don't study for a couple days. And then I go get back into it. And I try to change my study habits. And I try to really learn the material again. And I take an, a third exam. I get an even lower score. One point lower than the one I had before. Now I'm a wreck. <laughs> like, now I am... A wreck y'all because now this is a month out from my date in which I'm supposed to take my exam and I'm freaking out like that's even a, even an understatement I'm just I'm just floored and I remember texting my friend I probably sent her like 20 text messages to explain to her how I felt but I think through this whole process I think I've been the lowest that I've ever been before especially when it comes to my intellect, when it comes to my confidence. I've been challenged in ways that I've never thought I'd be challenged before. And I've felt like I'm, you know, I'm the type of student that I'm not the type who can, you know how some people would just be getting like straight A's, don't really try that hard. But like in order for me to get an A, you know, I have to like really work. Okay, so I, I can I can get good grades, it's just I got to work for it. So I applied that same practice to this exam and it just wasn't prevailing. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I look up different YouTube videos and just a lot of stuff. Just a lot of stuff. And, you know, so you can understand that if I'm feeling so challenged in these different areas, you know, the podcast wasn't really something that I was focused on. Maybe it would have been a good outlet, but I was just so focused on the exam because I'm just like, I need this exam to get into medical school. Like, I'm not considered the most... Uh, the most competitive applicant like I get good grades but they're obviously not like the best especially my freshman year you already know freshman year I wasn't like a party animal but I just didn't really have study skills and all those things so I was really struggling my first year and that really brought my GPA down so the past couple years I've been bringing it back up so yeah I've been working on that and then thinking that I can't do well on this exam, I'm like, well, that means I'm going to have to wait a whole nother year. How am I supposed to wait a whole year? Like, I've I've literally, mind you, this is a little, a little bit uh, about my college experience. Mind you, I finished my degree, like, two years ago. 
the one that I came to college. I got a degree in communication arts, but I felt that my GPA was a little too low, and I really just didn't want to do a master's degree, so I decided to uh, pursue biology in another degree, and dual major, you ain't got to pay for it, so it works out. You know, they don't charge you extra credit for it. So I've been taking biology classes, kind of built on my GPA, and I've been doing pretty well in them, but, you know, if your GPA is so low at some point, you know, you really have to work to build it up, and I've been working but it's still not at that point where it's considered quote-unquote competitive. So I have all of this in my mind, and I'm thinking, like, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to get another major? Or am I supposed to get a master's degree? I don't want a master's, or what would I do? I don't know where I'm going to end up in December because I graduate in December. So I'm like, where am I going to end up? What am I supposed to be doing? I don't know. So it's just a lot of stress on me, a lot of anxiety. Like, there were times I would just wake up, in the morning or I would take a nap and I'd be woken up by my heart just beating on my chest and say I've never experienced that before but it's like for the amount of dedication you have to give to this exam it's like you should be studying if you're not working or in school or whatever you're doing most of the time you should be studying and it's just like whenever I try to catch a break it's like I just had so much anxiety you know and it just wasn't me honestly this her this whole journey past five months up until really the end I didn't feel like me I felt like again all I was doing was school and this exam and I you know I've lost touch with my podcast I've lost touch with you know the things that really mattered to me so it was a journey but I will say that you know God is still faithful because you know I had to take a break towards the end I had finals and I just really had like one major breakdown um, a couple weeks before school ended that forced me to really just take some time and I have really good friends so shout out to all my friends who are listening because y'all really helped me out uh they really were like no you're not sitting today like let's go out you need to do something else or you know really just taking me out of my environment so I would go out with them and uh it really refreshed refreshed my mind and then school finals came up so I had to study for those so I had like a good solid week to a week and a half where I really didn't do much and I really feel like God put that in place so I could have a more clear mind and remember what it really means to like live life because I really felt like I wasn't really living this whole semester. So through one of uh, the days on my breaks, you know, I was able to un to figure out something uh, for my exam. Like I was able to learn new tactics and things of that nature, which really started to help me out. So really, I started preparing pretty good for my exam, like two and a half weeks before my exam, uh, which obviously sounds kind of crazy, but, you know, I think we're, that's where the three points come in that I'm going to talk about, because, you know, when you're in such an environment, especially with this pre-med environment, you're expected to be at the top. You're expected to, you know, just get the highest scores, be competitive and you know the competitive part maybe I can understand that but I'm I guess not the, the at the top I'm not always at the top sometimes I can I can be but other times I may not be you know and it puts a damper on your confidence when you're not like when you're not there or when you're not stressed like I feel like a lot of us a lot of pre-meds stressed out here like because we're expected to save the world before we can get into medical school which is really crazy to me really crazy to me but you know, I feel like I had to just, God gave me a time to just 
calm down, focus on the things that are seriously important, like my grades, focus on, you know, just me, like, making sure that I'm okay, because for one point, I wasn't really doing that, so he really gave me a lot of insight on, you know, how I can improve and what tools to use, and I think it really gave me a lot more confidence, especially on the day of my exam, on how to handle and tackle the problems on the exam so that was really good so he remained faithful even though there was a lot of times where I challenged him like where where you at bro like a lot of times I'm like why am I going through this why God like a lot of whys y'all like a lot of whys I just didn't get it I didn't get it I was so hurt I was so confused I thought I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing like I'm not a lazy student like I will you know, if I have to wake up early, I'll wake up early to get work done. I will do what I have to do. And it just didn't make sense that I'm putting in all this work and I'm just like not, you know, reaping what I'm sowing. But I think the first thing that I'm going to say that God definitely revealed to me um, a couple weeks before my exam was, and we all say it, but like to really understand this phrase and to know it is, is true. That the first thing is that God is the author and the finisher of your life. And we rely on him, not man. And that came from one of my friends that, you know, she was praying for me because I had my friends were praying for me. Like, get yourself some prayerful friends, people who can encourage you, pray for you, be there for you. You know, I had a friend who came to me one day. She said, you know, God told me to tell you that you're relying way too much on him or rate too much on the exam more than him to get you into medical school. And when I tell you that, like, hit me, like, I was like, it was like darts, like, do, 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 like, <laughs> you know, like in the action movie videos or in the action movies where, like, they get shot and it's like, do, 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 do. Like, I'm telling y'all, that's how it felt. That's what it, it felt like. I was like, dang, Dami, you ungrateful. Like, you, your faith is just so weak. Like, how could I be so negligent to just look at, this exam as if this is the only thing that can get me into medical school like do I not know who God is do I not know what he can do you know one thing that I always remember is him parting the Red Sea for the Israelites to go through I'm like it's the same God that was able to part the Red Seas or east or also uh the same spirit that was able to raise Jesus Christ from the dead and Lazarus from the dead is living in me is there not anything that he can't do? You know, I really had to think about it like, wow, Dami, your faith, though, like your faith, you need to really rely on on God to do all these things for you. Of course, you, there's work to be done. Like, don't confuse faith with just laying there not doing nothing. Faith without works is dead. So obviously, I still had to study. I still had to, you know, work. But I'm like, Am I operating in a state of hustle or am I operating in a state of grace? And I learned that from Courtney Sanders. You should, guys should check her out. I'll probably um, link her website in the notes. Yo, like, she taught me something that, you know, operating in hustle and grace. Like, you know, when you hustle, some like, when you work in a state of hustle and pure hard work, it for me, operating that was from a, part, um, a state of fear. Because I'm like, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. If I don't do this, you know, I'm not going to have this, I'm not going to have that, blah, blah, blah. When you operate in grace, 
you understand that God is the author and finisher of your life, that if he's called you to do what you're doing, it's going to happen effortlessly. It's going to flow. I don't need to be bashing my head against the wall every day to try and figure out how to accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish. He's going to lead me, even if it doesn't seem in the way that I know and that I've seen other people accomplish what I'm trying to do. If he's called me to do it, it's going to be done. And, you know, I just really had to check myself and check my faith and be like, yo, like, you need to get this faith game up. You really do need to get this faith game up. So that was definitely one thing that I had to remember and always remember that God is the author and finisher of your life. Rely on him, not man. Man will fail you. Man will tell you no. Man will say you need to do this. You need to do that. Even with the eight, seven, eight hours a day. At this time right now, I don't think I'm capable of doing like that. Like, I haven't been able to do that. And I'm fine saying that. Like, I'm fine being like, no, I didn't study eight hours a day. Like, by that point, I don't even think I would have been able to comprehend anything. You know, when I get to medical school, maybe a different story. Um, maybe able to adjust myself, different settings, you know. But I just wasn't capable of doing that. Am I wrong for that? Somebody could tell me, well, you're lazy or this or another, but I just wasn't capable of doing that. But does that mean that God's, because I didn't study those eight hours, God is still not going to work? Nah, like, if he's called me to be a doctor, which he has, I'm going to be such. So, you know, I don't need to rely on what others say to get me into school. I just need to rely on him. And another point that I want to say, um, is still with the first point, is God can do things differently for you than what he's done for others. That was another thing that I had to understand that you know, other people may be getting to medical school in this way. They may have these scores and they're getting in. But maybe God will do something different for me. Maybe God will open up a door for me differently. Like, you know, if you're sowing good seed, you're going to reap good. Like, you're going to you're going to reap good things. So it's just like, if you're putting in the work and you're having that faith, God is going to do something. And it's not like he... Excuse me. <laughs> it's not like uh, he's just, uh, you know, well... I don't know. I don't know how to say it exactly, but he's gonna. He can maybe do things differently for you than what he's done for other people. Like if he can part the Red Seas, if he can, he can lead a whole nation through freaking Red Sea, y'all. He can do something different for you. He there's a lot of things like this isn't his first merry-go-round with human beings, you know. And he can be creative and think of a new way to make your desires come to pass your dreams come to pass especially if it's the ones that he's laid in your heart he can do that so that's definitely one thing that i had to hold on to second point that i would like to say is that the faith that got you to the point you are now is not the same faith that you will need to get you through this next season so basically this means you need to increase your faith increase your faith increase my faith look I went through a faith journey last year for me to start the podcast and for me to just be so open with my uh, with other people that I don't know on the internet and just you know having my voice out there was really something that caused me to increase my faith because if you know me in person I'm not really the most talkative person only like amongst people that I know but like people I don't know y'all ain't gonna really hear me speaking like that so you know, I had to increase my faith to get to the point. So if God wanted me to say something, I need to say it. And that's cool. That worked for last year, right? That worked for last year. 
But this year's a whole new level. I mean, the faith that I had, I thought I had faith. I was like, I got faith, I understand, like, whatever. You know, God gonna get me through. But, nah, I had to really increase my faith. And the way that I did that, and these are all things, by the way, like I started noticing at the end of my journey. So, like, for three months, I really was in the wilderness, I'm gonna lie. But last couple weeks, that's when I was really kicking it into gear. Um, I had to feed my faith. So in order to increase your faith, you have to feed your faith. You know, Apostle Duquah Green, shout out to him. Like, shout out Apostle Duquah Green. I'm going to put y'all on him. Like, you guys need to watch his YouTube videos. Uh, he really made that image so clear that faith is like a growing boy. Like, I need food. You know how teenage boys are like, I need food. I need to grow. You know, I'm hungry all the time. Like, they hungry all the time. Your faith is hungry all the time. So in order to feed your faith, you need to be spending a lot more intimate time with God. Like, that's one thing that throughout this journey, I really started doing. Like, I looked at my journal entries. And before, I used to journal, like, maybe, like, once every month or once every two months. Like, there is really sparse. But through this journey, if, if you see my journal now, at least twice a week <laughs> or at least once a week or whatever. Like, it's so it's more consistent. Why? Because... That was a, a key way for me to spend time with God, to hear from God, to rest my soul, y'all. Like, have your soul at rest. And spending time with God, reading your word, hearing the word, ain't nothing like it. There's literally nothing like it. So I was spending a lot more time with God. And another thing when it came to growing my faith was minimizing distractions. Like, certain people, you know, I just had to... Put them off. Not that I don't like them, but you know, there's just certain things that you need in certain seasons, and certain people just can't provide those things for you. Not like we're not friends, but you know, I just didn't really speak to certain people. I didn't really hang around certain situations as much as I would have in the past. You know, things that would distract me and just put me in a bad place. I didn't really entertain those things. And I also had to just cut off things that would cause me to have doubt or fear, even if that meant looking at certain people on the internet. You know, that I felt like possibly I'm challenged or maybe they're living a better life than I am. And I'm feeling some type of way that comparison game is dirty, y'all. is really dirty. And I'm going to have a podcast on that comparison. But, you know, certain people, too, I just had to be honest with myself and be like, you know what? Mm-mm, you know, I love you, but mm, we're going to have to look at you after my exam or later when I'm just a little bit more stronger because I'm a little weak right now. So in order for me to increase my faith, I really had to just minimize my distractions. Like, y'all, faith is the currency of heaven, okay? Faith is the currency of heaven. Without faith, you cannot please God. Like, you can't. And that's one thing that I was lacking. That's when my friend gave me that insight, that revelation that, yo, like, you have more faith in an exam than God himself, the creator of the thing that you're trying to do. Isn't that crazy? I had more faith in an exam to get me where I need to go. The world tells me, and, you know, it's obvious that you need certain stats to get into medical school. That's just fact. Like, it just, it is what it is. But I'm just like, this is God I'm dealing with. I don't work, I don't operate on just, you know, what somebody tells me. I operate on who God is. Like, you know, he's the author and finisher of my life. And I need to rely on him more. You know, I, my faith had to be up the wazoo these last couple of weeks. Like, I really just had to, you know what? I don't care. God is going to do it. 
Like, I really had to keep telling myself, God, I'm going to do that. He's going to do it. And the only way that I could believe that really was just, you know, understanding that where my faith was last year is not where it needs to be now. And that I need to continue to grow it. I need to continue to read. I need to continue to study my word. I need to continue to pray and all those things. Now, I will say I have been slacking with studying my word. I mean, I read it, but like really studying, I haven't really done so much, but praise and worship and praying and all those things definitely that's what I've been sticking to a lot but we're gonna get back into that season of really studying the word so yeah that's my two cents on increasing your faith the last point that I want to make is I heard this actually in a podcast and it stuck with me but ideally the theme of it was if you need to know where God is look for the peace now I'm literally a very, very peaceful person. I really don't let a lot of things disturb me. A lot of people don't really get on my nerves. Like, you know, I'm just really chill and I'm very at peace. Like, I live a very joyful life. And I feel like this exam just sucked the joy and the peace right out of my heart. Like, I've never felt the way I felt in the last couple of months. Never in my life have I been so low or feeling the way that I was feeling on a continuous basis. And one thing that my friend had told me, she said, you know, another one, she said, God is really to just give you peace and joy again, that rely on him. He's going to give you peace and joy. And I'm like, that's what I've been looking for. Sometimes you'd be asking like, God, where are you? I can't hear you. And this, that, another. But it's just like, bro, like, look for my peace, though. The peace that like surpasses all understanding. If you really want to find where God is, look for the peace, the peace that you can't explain. I'm telling you, that's how you'll get it every time. That's how you're going to know that, yes, God is in this. God is working. So in order for me to look for my peace and when I found it to establish it, my prayer game had to whoop, get up, like shoot right up. You know, Apostle DeQuad Green will always say, like, pray on the level of your promotion. And sometimes, you know, we be praying, we be saying, Lord, you know, um, you know, if any attack on me, I pray that you'll cover me, Jesus, and blah, blah, which is cool. Like, obviously, that's no problem. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you, you, you got to be serious. Like, you have to really just start speaking to things like, hey, hey, hey stop that. Like, <laughs> doubt, fear, anxiety, like, y'all got to go. Like, there was a point, let me tell you something, um, on, the, on the week of my exam, my air conditioning in my apartment stopped working like it stopped working and I wasn't sleeping like I wasn't sleeping god bless my mom like she was able to get me a hotel shout out to you mom because you're literally the realist and I slept in a hotel and whatnot but mind you I'm out here sleeping in this nice bed in a nice hotel and I'm still waking up with anxiety and stress I have stress about my apartment and then I have stress just about the exam in general but I was like, uh-uh, like this week, yeah, no, we can't do this. And I had to start talking to spirits directly. I had to start telling God, speaking in tongues, doing all that. Like, uh-uh, like we're not doing this. Like we're not having doubt. We're not having, I'm not having doubt for it. Like I'm not going to wake up every morning feeling like something's sitting on my chest, making my heart beat. Like I can't do it. I'm not going to wake up every day feeling like, Oh, well, you know, you only got that score on the last one. Uh, probably not going to work out on the exam or, you know, you can't get getting that score. If you get that score again, God isn't going to do anything. Look, man, you got to, you y'all have to really just take authority. Like, 
the authority that the, the Bible is talking about, you own that. Like, live in that. Y'all own it. It is yours. You are an heir to the throne. So you really have to pray on your promo- on your promotion, on the level of your promotion. Cast things down. If you're struggling with doubt, you're struggling with fear, you're struggling with anxiety, cast those spirits down. They don't belong in you. You operate with the Holy Spirit. Like, you don't operate in those things. Those are enemies to, to faith. Those will weaken your faith, and that's the whole goal of the enemy, to weaken your faith, to make your faith so weak that you don't trust in God anymore. And the thing is, if you don't have faith, like it says in the Bible, it's um, faith without faith, you can't please God. Like, you can't. So anything that's going to disrupt your, your, your peace and your faith, nah. You can't let that just stay there and fester and think it's going to go away tomorrow. You know, you can meditate. You can do things. But you really have to start praying, like communicate, like speak to things because they, they're scared of you. You walk with God like they're scared of you. So mm -mm, doubt, fear, we don't do that here. And that wasn't something that I had before. So I knew this was something new. Like I was never really an anxious person, specifically anxiety. You know, I've struggled with fear before. I've actually had a dream where I met fear in the face, which is really weird. That could be another story for another day. And I had to like challenge it like, nah, I don't operate that anymore. But anxiety has never been my thing anxiety and my doubt hasn't really been that high either but more anxiety uh so the fact that i was like having almost like anxiety attacks uh-uh i knew doubt. no we can't have all that cannot have all that so i know i've rambled a lot um about you know get your prayer game up but i guess i gotta stress that point to y'all get that prayer game up next thing pray for peace all right Pray for it, because sometimes we just want to have peace, you know, and it's good, but sometimes you got to pray for peace. Sometimes, you know, the enemy is really trying to disrupt your peace, and that was happening with me. Like, I just had no peace in anything. Like, I would wake up and just be like, oh, it's another day again. Like, what's the point? I'm going to do the same thing today again. Like, but it's just like, nah, that's not the way you should think of things, you know? So I really had to pray for peace and disrupt anything and anyone who disrupted it. Like, I had to just cut some people off, couldn't talk to certain people couldn't look at certain things like i said before and just you know continue to pray for peace and to stay in that peace like when i tell you i anointed may 19th weeks in advance days in advance hours in advance the day of i've been anointed i anointed that day with peace and when i tell you when i took that exam like i just had peace and everybody kept asking me, how was it? I'm like, I mean, it was hard, but, you know, I just kept my confidence up and I just remembered who God was. Like, I just kept reminding myself. There was one song that I just have been singing a lot and it's It Ain't Over by Marette Brown, I'm the one who sings Sovereign God. Yo, that song right there, I feel like the Holy Spirit just put that in my spirit uh, one morning. Like, I woke up to hearing that song. Like, it wasn't playing, but I heard it. Like, I heard it and I felt it. And it's been, like, my jam for this journey like it's been literally my song just remembering that and it just kept coming to my mind uh during my exam but yeah I prayed and I prayed for peace I need the peace that is beyond all understanding even on my first section on the exam like I ran out of time I had to guess on a couple of questions because I was running out of time but I still had peace I was like you know what I'm not gonna let this disrupt uh my next section no I'm going in the next section fresh, new-minded. It's going to be fine. And I just kept praying during the exam, kept remembering God, remember what he's told me, the different confirmations I've got from different people about how he's going to walk with me in this exam and that he wants to give me peace and I should rely on him. So I'm like, nah, man, God, you got my back. Like, you you really have my back. So I shouldn't be out here 
just wondering what's gonna happen i don't know and blah 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 what's the answer i don't know look daddy even if i get it let me tell you something i said god look even if i get a uh a score that's not good lord make a way lord make a way you are the author finishing my life you're going to make a way for me you are going to do something that you haven't done for others almighty god you, you know they're gonna look at my application and be like there's something different about that girl there's something different about her we want to see her even if my score is not that great i know that god is gonna make a way because he's called me to do this this is the time so you know I have to pray over those things and anything that would disrupt that, like, train of thought. Nah, like, you can't stay here. So, just prayed over everything and for peace and be at peace with everything that's going on. And, and it's all in God's timing. So, definitely did that. And, like I said before, peace is an indicator that God is present. So, if you're ever looking for where God is, just look for the peace. Where do you have most peace? Where is it that you just feel, you know, the best? I don't mean like just happy, but I mean at peace. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just rest, you know? And yeah, it has been an experience, y'all. Like, hmm, <laughs> I would never wish this type of feeling on anybody. But for all my pre-meds out here, and for those who will take the exam, um, I just want to encourage you guys that, you know, God is really with you. If you are called to be a doctor, you are going to be a doctor. It doesn't matter how you get there, but you're going to get there. And God may do something for you that he hasn't done for somebody else. You know, a lot of advisors out here be telling us sometimes if we don't have like straight A's and we don't have the best grades, that maybe we should consider something else. Maybe medicine's not good for us. It's another. And it's very discouraging. But I just want to give you that encouragement that if you're called to do it, you're going to do it. Uh, there's nothing, there's nobody, there's no demon in hell, there's no nothing that can stop you from doing what God has called you, there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God, so I just want to encourage you that, you know, if you are in the process of applying, or you're in the process of about to take the exam, or you're going to take the exam in the future, you can do it, It's you can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, all things through Christ who strengthens me and strengthens you and you and you and you he got a lot of strength for everybody so i'm so grateful to be able to worship such a beautiful god like this there have been times where i have doubted like if he cares for me there have been times where i've asked him why does this keep happening there have been times that have just challenged me and challenged my faith would i say i would go through the process again hell no nah. but i would say that if i had to the mindset would definitely be different, but we praying I ain't gonna go through this again. This is this is it for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is this is it for me. But you know, God is just so faithful, y'all. God is just so good, and He's not gonna leave you. He will provide a way. He will give you insight. You will learn. I think the main thing, the main point that I need to drive home to you is your faith. Keep bringing up your faith. Don't let your faith waver. Anything that's going to disrupt your faith, anybody who's going to disrupt your faith, like, cut it off. And I don't mean, like, you have to be like, I never want to speak to you again. But, you know, maybe not to hang out with them so much. If there's music that's also disrupting your peace and your faith, just, you know, cut it off until it's time for you to do what you had to do. And, you know, you can do, I guess, at that point, whatever the spirit leads you to do afterwards. But keep your faith game up. Keep your faith game up. And I want to give a shout out again to Apostle Duqua Green. Um, I'm going to link 
all of his stuff um, in the notes. He has a really great series on unshakable faith and then also another series on how to hear from God daily, which has changed my life. Like I've mentioned him like so many times in this podcast, but he's really changed my life. And it's the way he just teaches about things that about the Bible is just it's amazing. And it really reconstructed my idea and really made me look within myself about my own faith and what I'm doing because believing and faith are two different things you can believe that God says you can or you can believe that Jesus Christ died for you and all this stuff but do you have faith and we all have faith but just are you exercising in your level of faith so shout out to you Apostle Quad Green hopefully one day we'll have him on the podcast but yeah so that's it for me guys I've rambled on enough I think um if you want me to talk about medical school experiences or pre-med experiences and whatnot, I, I didn't think I would actually incorporate that into the podcast, but if there's a lot of people out here who are pre-meds and want to hear about my experiences and all this stuff, I could definitely speak about that. I feel like it's just so important to share because a lot of people don't share. They just share the good stuff, but they don't share you know, the issues that have happened. So I'd be so down to speak with you guys about that stuff as well. But thank you so much for listening. You already know where you can find me at The Planter on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, You can also listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, also on the website itself. Uh, I know the website was looking like under construction and we're about to get that fixed. So don't worry about it. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. And I will speak to you on the next episode oh yeah and leave a review please um i know it's been a while it's like how she wants to leave a review but no seriously though <laughs> this is other stuff and then you can leave a review um if it's your first time you're not obligated obviously but if you've been listening to the podcast for a while please leave a review Alrighty then thank you so much and i will speak to y'all on the next episode